0: Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Monday morning, July 13th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. And on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I get together. We have a little bit of coffee. We get into God's Word. We've grown our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2020, we'll make it through all the Gospels. Well, this morning we are at Mark chapter 13, Mark chapter 13, a little bit longer section this morning, verses 5 through 23. So let's go ahead and pray and we'll get into God's Word. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the blessing it is to have your word in our hands, Lord, with the language we can understand. Father, we pray that you would feed our souls this morning, that you would grow us in our love for you. Let us understand your word and apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning we have our very dear and close friend, Taylor, with us. So uh, I hope you guys are enjoying these guest episodes. They're going to be going on for most of the summer. And so, uh, let's go ahead and jump in our text this morning. Mark chapter 13, beginning at verse 5. And Jesus, answering them, began to say, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will deceive many. But when you hear of wars and of rumors of wars, do not be troubled. For such things must happen. But the end is not yet. For a nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be earthquakes in various places, and there will be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. But watch out for yourselves, for they will deliver you up to councils. And you will be beaten in the synagogues. You will be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all the nations. But when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry beforehand or premeditate what you will speak. But whatever is given you in that hour, speak that. For it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Now brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. And children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated for by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down into the house, nor enter to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight might not be in winter. For in those days there will be tribulation. Such has not been since the beginning of the creation, which God created until this time, nor ever shall be. And unless the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he chose, he shortened the days. And then if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Christ, or look, here is the, here he is there, do not be deceived by it. Do not believe it, for false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. But take heed, see, I have told you all things beforehand. Right. Well, that's a big section, and I I think they're tied together. But as you read through that section, Taylor, what would you write in the margin of your Bible as just a little one-sentence summary to to kind of get at the heart of this passage? Mm
1: -hmm. I think just a summary of God's grace despite all the trials and all the struggles because we see that he cares for the elect and he cares for his people and he's sovereign through all these things.
0: Okay, so how would you write that in a one-sentence summary?
1: God is sovereign no matter what we face.
0: Okay, God is sovereign no matter what we face. I think that's a great summary. What would you write in the margin of your Bible? Would you write something else? I think in the margin of my Bible, I might write something about uh, even in the greatest of persecution to come, Jesus has warned us. Uh, Maybe I would write something like that, but how would you remember this passage? What would you... Well, with your summary, what would you underline in your Bible here as the best verse to summarize this section?
1: I think um, in verse, where is it? Um, When he's talking about the elect, uh, maybe in verse 20, um, but for the elect's sake whom he chose, he shortened the days. So we see God's grace and his sovereignty Mm. um, over all the struggles because he still cares for us, even though we repeatedly sin against him because... We, he chose us out of grace.
0: Okay, good, good. Yeah, I think that that's a great verse that, uh, that could be underlined. What would you underline in your Bible as the best verse to summarize this section? Well, now the last thing we need to do is we take this out of what, what it meant then, what do the words mean, and we have to ask ourselves, what are we called to do in response to these words? So mm-hmm. how do these words, would you say, apply to your life?
1: I think just greater trust in who God is, and no matter what I face on a day-to-day basis, that He, if he can rescue my soul, he can definitely guide the days of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, just even that God will give me the words to say when I'm um, you know, testifying about him, or he's mm-hmm. going to lead mm-hmm. my steps no matter what.
0: Good, good. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a whole, whole kind of host of different applications or things that God could be calling us to do. Maybe for some of you, it's to not fear. Maybe for some of you, you have been growing in your Christian walk, but that means that you've been having tension with certain relatives, and it might be that God is telling you to take comfort here. He's telling you that, look, if they hated me, they're going to hate you, that the days are going to come when fathers will hate their children and and even give them over to death. Right? I don't know about you but i find it comforting that god doesn't hide the reality of discipleship
1: Mm, absolutely
0: you know it's not like he's like oh follow me you're gonna have everything you want (laughs) everything's gonna be wonderful but he tells us here Mm -hmm. right right and he even tells us that there's gonna be false prophets Mm -hmm. there's gonna be people who are gonna act like they're the christ Mm -hmm. and he's saying don't believe them Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. But he also promises his spirit that he's going to give them mm. the words to say. And I'm reading an Acts right now, and I'm seeing that played out yeah. of how he gave them the words they needed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So so maybe for you, it's as you're sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with your family members, maybe instead of being afraid, just take, take confidence that God's going to give you the words to say. His word doesn't return void. But let me know down in the comments. I love hearing from you guys how the Lord is applying these words to your life. But I pray that you go today walking in the grace and peace of Jesus Christ. God bless. Bye.